0: That helps uh, the show climb up the rankings and helps more people uh, find it. So thanks a lot. We're living paycheck to paycheck, sleepwalking through our work days, increasingly stressed, depressed, feeling alone. What's the way forward? It's recognizing the bullshit that's given us giant appetites and then handed us credit cards to consume. And it's not the same old wellness that hasn't worked for all these years. No, it's time for change. It's time to recognize the value of work. And through it, increase confidence. It's time to embrace, build, and rebuild our communities. And it's time to live intentionally and to pursue meaning through responsibility. Because what we're doing right now is is killing us. 27% of millennials say that they have no close friends. 22%, 1 in 5, say that they have no friends at all a third of millennials say that they feel lonely often or all the time i think that that is so incredibly sad i honestly i've got all the problems I've got lots of problems and issues that that i deal with personally but i've never I, i can't i can honestly say i don't think i've ever felt lonely certainly here and there but definitely not a consistent feeling so that makes me so sad um 50% 50% of us are on some kind of prescription drug that's actually been, obviously, prescribed. 20% of Americans are suffering from anxiety. Literally, life is... is it's killing us. What we're doing is not... Not only is it not bringing us happiness, it, it's bringing us the absolute op- uh, opposite. They... They, they, those people trying to divide and conquer us. And whether they're actually trying to do it on purpose, I I guess, I, I can't say if it's nefarious, but that's what's happening. People are absolutely feeling isolated. We're feeling lonely. And people are scared. People are absolutely fearful. One need only go on social media to see evidence of that, to wade into the cesspool that is all of them. Facebook, certainly Twitter, to recognize how terrified people are or rage and hate-filled. And I guess to a degree, it's impossible to to avoid that. You go on Twitter and literally, within 30 seconds, every horrible thing that's happening in the world – is poured into you, literally poured from the screen of your cell phone into you. Global warming, racism, hatred, tribalism of all different kinds, starvation—you name it. Everything terrible going on on planet Earth, you're now aware of. And I just don't think that uh, I, I don't think that our, that 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 our human brains are capable of of handling all that information. We I, I don't think we have the bandwidth. So the effect is the promise of social media, I think, was the opposite of, of, of what it's done. And I'm not trying to, 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 to litigate social media here, but to bring us together, to, to stay in touch with people that I went to high school with or even elementary school with, whatever. And I'm too busy because I've got all this other really super important stuff to be doing. Uh, but through this mechanism of, of Facebook and Twitter and everything else, I'm able to keep in touch with people. But it's obviously done the opposite thing. It's segmented us. It's, it's isolated us. It's making our young people feel like like, like they're literally alone. A third say they feel lonely all the time or, or very often. 30% say that they don't have any close friends. And you dig deeper into that. The youngest generation, teenagers, social media is crushing them. It's scary. It's frightening. Screen time is, is, is crushing them. I'm a four-year-old man, and I have a hard enough time managing and dealing with social media. So I, I think like, we just got to come back together. I had the opportunity to speak with Geneve Caddall, uh on the podcast. I think it was last week, so that episode will be coming out in a couple of weeks on the, on the Engage, on Money Savage Engage. So definitely encourage you to, to look out for that one. She talks about the importance of connection. And I know that that's something I really enjoy talking a lot about as well because I think it's so important. And it's not like this is my original thinking or an original idea that I have. There's that very famous Harvard Grant study that tracked, um, I think it's been going on for 70 years. I refer to it as the 100-year Harvard study because I'm a simple person. And fundamentally, it, just, it studied this really, really wide cross-section of people across their entire lives. And some of the key findings were simply that. What leads to a happy and healthy life is the quality of our connections. I think that if we were to guess, that's probably what what we would guess, but this really proves it. And not only just general feelings of contentment or happiness, but it points to your financial success as well. Having warm relationships, uh, that was one of the key drivers of being financially successful. One of the key drivers of people's overall happiness and success was strong parental relationships. So having a great relationship with mom led to great in this area. Have a great relationship with dad uh, as, as young people led to to great results in other areas. So it all comes back to the most fundamental and basic things. And those fundamental and basic things have been getting ripped apart probably for the past you know, 10, 20, 30, 40 years with the, the degradation of different social institutions that used to hold us together um, have been pulled apart or, or for whatever reason are just not a priority for us anymore. And it's impossible for each one of us to tackle some of these huge issues that that, that we're up against and we're facing. I I can't do that at at, at a national level. I can't I can't get rid of racism. I can't get rid of, of tribalism. I, I can't fiss, fix the rift between Democrats and Republicans. But what I can do is is make sure that, that that I'm doing all that I can to be a successful individual. And that I'm doing everything that I can to have a strong, successful family. So my kids are, are hopefully raised to the best of my ability. Uh, I, I can invest in, in, in my community. I can invest in my friends. And again, in so doing, I think that would really have, have extreme benefit anyway. But what does it really take to move forward, to get past these feelings of disconnectedness, to get past these feelings of loneliness, to get past, let's just call it a reality. If you think that you don't have any friends, well, that, that could be very possibly true. And let's just assume that it is. So what does it take to do that? And I think that there's, there's a couple of things that really jump into my mind. The first is is that it takes bravery because you have to be brave um, in order to do things that are uncomfortable for you. If you are somebody that feels like you don't have any close connections, you're going to have to change your behaviors. You're going to have to be brave and seek out those activities and those groups. And I'll get into that in just a second. But definitely bravery, you're going to have to be brave. Put on a brave face and do things that, that are uncomfortable going to have to be strong to do that as well Uh, but i also think that it's 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 definitely going to take wisdom it's going to take wisdom on your part to be smarter than just what general and broad society has told us are going to be you know going to make us happy it's going to take wisdom to avoid falling into these social media traps so bravery strength and wisdom i think are, are really key things and I'm speaking i I, I want to speak to you uh for your personal situation, but also because you're listening to this i i i i bet I bet that you are a leader um in the people that 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 are around you I bet that you're a leader in your family I bet that you're a leader in your work I bet that you're a leader in your community so I need you to exercise that wisdom to help people that that maybe aren't um that aren't really grasping it or getting it in the same way that you are. Help them to to recognize what what the way forward is as well, and that's that that that's working to strengthen your connections. Um, there's this gentleman named Bob Tycart, Tycart, and really sharp guy. He was a, he's he's a business coach consultant, and I remember him talking years and years and years ago, and he said that his definition of true love was doing things for people even when you're tired and that you know that was one of the things that kind of cocked my head the first time i heard it and I, i let it sink in and certainly today now that i'm a dad and um busy like everybody else at the end of the day man i am i am tired and so i get it um i get it and i still do all the things that i have to because I, I love my family, I still do all the things that I do in the community because I love the community and I want to make sure that that, that it's a strong place, even when I'm tired. So the things that you know that you should be doing to get you where, to where you want to go, no matter if you feel like it or not, because odds are you're probably not going to feel like it all the time, um, do it anyway. So I want you to really figure out how it is that that, that you want to show up. How do you want to show up? To the outside world just in general how do you want people to perceive you how do you want to show up for your family who are you are you a mom who's committed who's a great listener that when your kids 20 years from now are gonna say you know what my mom was always there she was always really dialed in whenever i had a problem she was there to listen and i always felt like i could talk to her are you a person who is a motivator who inspired your family, and your friends, and the people in your community to take action? Are you steadfast? Are, 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 are you there no matter what? Just figure that out. And then I think once you determine how the, how it is that you really want to show up and, and the person that you want to be, then you can start. Um, start really trying to make those connections. And when we're talking about strengthening your connections and your sphere of influence, whatever that might be, I think that starting with different affinity groups, I think is is a really, really, really smart, important way to do it, and because these days we'll we'll use social media or, or take some of the good aspects out of it. Because I'm not going to throw the baby out with the bathwater. Because certainly there's a legitimate group or or a meetup or association or a conference for anything for any kind of group that you could ever be possibly think to be interested in there are other people who are interested in those things as well so figure out what it is that 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 it is that you're interested in and then go and meet some of those other humans face to face the internet while you can do some information and do some research you got to go offline and then get face to face eye to eye billy to billy with these people all right um there's alumni groups probably your high school your college Uh, If you're part of a sports organization or you you played sports or you have hobbies, um, maybe you like cooking, who knows? Whatever it is that you are into, maybe it's your church, your synagogue, your chamber of commerce. You have an industry group that you're interested in. There's an industry group for everything, uh, for all these different disciplines, whatever it might be. There is for sure a group for it. And then you just have to be brave. You have to be brave enough to take those initial first steps to register for the event, to show up, to walk through the door. And I know the feeling. I, 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 I feel it all the time when I'm going to a new event or even a one that I'm familiar with. I don't like it necessarily. I don't like walking into a room where I don't know anybody or I don't know what it looks like. I don't know who's going to be there. I don't like finding my name tag. I don't, I, number one, I really don't like name tags. Um, that's an uncomfortable thing. So I get it. But you force your th- you you force your way through those uncomfortable feelings and that's where you start to make those connections. So you just opportunity to meet a ton of different people. And odds are and but odds are there are already a ton of people who are interested in talking to you. I'm not talking about at some kind of an event or an affinity group. I'm talking about people that you already know other human beings that you have had contact with in the past, that they're dying to reconnect with you. I mean, think about the thousands and thousands and thousands of people that you've come across throughout the course of your life up to this date. And I bet that there's a lot of people that you would love to legitimately reconnect with, more so than just have some kind of a vapid connection with on social media, but reconnect with them. In an earlier episode of one of these, it talked about how how you can maximize and maximize the small amounts of time that fall in your lap. Call it found time. So if you're not already doing this, have a list of 20 people that you're interested in strengthening your relationship with. And then when you do find 10 minutes, because you're early or the other person's late or whatever it might be, or you're waiting for the bus or whatever, instead of just mindlessly scrolling through your phone like I have a tendency to do. Reach out to those people. Call them or text them. Say, hey, Stacy, George. It's been a while since we've talked. Just wanted to call and connect and reconnect. How are you? What's going on? That's how the relationships develop. So become very, very intentional about that. None of this stuff is rocket science, nor is it brain surgery. It's just a matter of doing it and being intentional about doing it. And you are the kind of person who can do this. You're the person who's going to show up and be the glue that holds it all together. If not you, then who? If not now, then when? All right? We need you to be able to do this. Another thing that I was talking to my wife about, talking about how 20% of millennials, and millennials, you poor, poor millennials, so maligned, so misunderstood, feeling alone. I'd said, hey, you know what? It's terrible, but I would not be shocked if in five years from now, that number's double. That number's 40% of millennials think think that they don't have any friends. Because it's going to get worse before it gets better, if nothing changes. That number of people on prescription drugs, that's going to go way up. Stress, depression, way up. The more disconnected we get through nonsense like social media, the more disconnected we get through artificial reality augmented reality whatever kind of reality it is that isn't actual reality and talking to the other earthlings the worse it's going to get and it's not going to get fixed on its own it's it's incumbent upon you and i to do something about this to show up and be leaders in your life and in the lives of others particularly if we're talking about kids because they don't have the ability to do this for themselves you have to be a leader you have to help them a couple things before I go uh, <laughs> all this talk about social media I forgot to say uh, for you Mark Zuckerberg come on so we got that check that off the list second I'm absolutely honored to be included on investopedia's list of top one of the top 100 financial advisors for 2019 what a legitimate honor uh surprising honor i was nominated by one of the wonderful guests that i've had here on the money savage podcast so thank you so much for that and i mean i'm on the list in no small part because of this show and because you folks are listening and and because of the great guests that i've had on so really honored so thank you for thank you for uh for that thank you to investopedia um and then finally just want to encourage you to to limit social media use limit your screen time in general and be the leader that you need in your life be the leader that your spouse needs be the leader that your kids need be the leader that your community and your friends and family and everybody else need be the leader that i need you to be and you do your part by doing your best podcast course and you'll find it there you can just go to the website i'll also list that in the notes of the show what's up savage nation please support the show by subscribing leave us a review and definitely feel free to share us with somebody you think would like it come on